Recovery Sort Of is a podcast where we discuss recovery topics from the perspective of people living in long-term recovery. This podcast does not intend to represent the views of any particular group, organization, or fellowship. The attitudes expressed are solely the opinion of its contributors. Be advised, there may be strong language or topics of an adult nature. Welcome back. It's Recovery Sort Of. I'm Jason, a guy in long-term recovery, here with... Billy. I'm also a guy in long-term recovery. And today we have a special guest, Crispy. Hi. <laughs> I'm in long-term recovery as well. And and we're going to talk about the rules of making fun of people. Mm. Uh, and I know that sounds like a kind of weird topic for recovery. I don't know how often that gets brought up. And But we, we live a spiritual program, right? And I mean, I, I'm just picturing like... It, if you've ever been to a 12-step anniversary, it generally turns into somewhat of a roast yeah. almost at any point in time, and that seems acceptable. Nobody's like, you can't make fun of the guy celebrating. That's going to hurt his feelings. And so I'm just, I'll tell the story of, of why this got brought up. Uh, it's a kind of lengthy story, so stick with me. So Super Bowl, boring as hell, right? I was bored out of my goddamn mind watching the Super Bowl this year. Uh, for you foreign people, that's the football egg-shaped ball thing where they throw it around the field um so we're watching the super bowl it's boring the halftime show also boring and i'm sitting there with my family and i'm just trying to connect with my family have a good time and one of the dancers was a little chubbier than all the other ones right and it stood out to me look in my personal feelings this guy was incredible like i couldn't have done all the dancing and moving and getting around the field that he did i'd have been out of breath he's in way better you know physical shape than me in that sense but he was a little he stuck out from the rest of the crowd all the rest of the dudes were like fit thin and he was chubbier than that he was chunky and uh and so the the halftime performance was the weekend and so i started cracking jokes with the family and making the kids laugh trying to bond i was calling him the month or the year you know what i mean <laughs> not the weekend and uh and so two days later i was relating this story to someone pretty casually just because they were like hey what'd you think of the super bowl i was like it's pretty boring you know the only entertainment i found was when i was making fun of this guy and this individual happens to have like some body image stuff and some stuff their parents you know ridiculed them for being overweight and this that and the other had i, I kind of knew that but it wasn't really in the forefront of my mind and they were like that's pretty offensive to make fun of that guy for Fat that shaming yeah yeah you it's know a horrible world out there you know <laughs> and so it's horrible. I, I mean look my initial reaction was to get defensive like that's what i felt come up i was like oh this no you can't no i'm i'm a good healthy nice guy you can't make fun of me like <laughs> right. you can't say i'm doing something wrong but then i you know the good therapist i am i was like well let me be curious and explore this like when is it okay to make fun of people and not and so I went back and forth with this person. I was like, do you never make fun of people? Because, of course, that was the defensiveness. Like, I want to see when you make fun of people so I can make us on even terms again. Um, and they said they make fun of people that they know when it's for connection-type purposes, right? Like, you know, we, we can sit here. We know each other. We can make fun of each other as a loving and endearing thing. Right. And then they said their other rule was that they made fun of people for things they do, not 
who they are and have no control over, right? And so basically, I guess they wouldn't make fun of someone's physical features because they don't feel like people have control over that. But they would make fun of, like, I guess a mistake they made or if they tripped or something and fell and didn't hurt themselves. So I was like, okay, I get that. But people could still take offense and be hurt by those things. And who gets to decide what we're born with versus what we're not? Like, who, who, I mean, what if I tripped and fell because I was born uncoordinated? Like, that, that's still, a, you know what I mean? So I was trying to really dissect and figure out, like, where is the line? that makes it acceptable. And I guess I kind of came up with, I guess we all just have our own lines that we draw on the sand randomly, wherever we're comfortable. But I, I was curious. I was like, as people who practice a spiritual program, I don't feel like we ever touch humor and when it's okay to make fun of people. And so I wanted to talk about that and get into it. And I wanted to see other perspectives and how far off I am or, or everybody else is compared to me. Who's right whichever it happens to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, you know, always want to talk with Billy, and, and we thought Crispy would be a good person to have on here because he right. likes to make fun of people, apparently. Yeah, I'm not here for a spiritual show or anything like that <laughs> or anything on step work. I'm here when it's an unspiritual show. Well, apparently. no, and I thought of Crispy because you're a person that tends to speak your mind. You say what you think, and you don't. I don't want to say you don't have a filter, but you kind of don't have a filter a lot of times. <laughs> I concur. And, yeah, I concur. Right. I've, I've been like that my whole life. And so, like for myself, so the general, what I would call the, the general rule of thumb that I've always heard is it's okay to punch up. It's not okay to punch down. So, huh. you know, wherever you rank in the social pecking order, you know, you just can't punch down to people that are weaker, less, whatever. So as white males, we're basically not allowed to make fun of anyone ever because we're obviously the, rich people? the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe rich people. Okay, rich people. Um, Is that because like they, they have that buffer? Like you might hurt their feelings, but they always have that buffer of like, well, I'm better than them. So that's, of course they're going to make fun yeah, of me. Well, for me personally, like I don't necessarily agree with that rule of thumb i've never like, heard of that yeah so have you heard of that negative <laughs> negative Where remember no from? filter here so right. i don't yeah. know the rules well it's it has to do with sort of the the i'll say that comes from different podcasts and stuff i listen to, I listen to a lot of stand-up comedy I, I love stand-up comedy you know go to comedy shows hmm. watch tons of stuff online um and I, so I listen to a few different comedians that have podcasts, and this comes up a lot on those different podcasts. Oh. I recently just listened to Ricky Gervais talk about exactly this for people. He was getting ready to host, I think it's the Golden Globes or whatever. Mm. And so he he's always been a pretty edgy guy that says some edgy shit, and I guess they were kind of talking about some of this. Like, when is a joke okay? When is it not okay? What things are okay? I guess he got in trouble for making fun of like Apple and and those places for having like the workers that jump off the buildings, you know, commit suicide. But yet everybody in that room they were in probably has an iPhone and supports child labor. You know, jokes like that that are funny. But it, like I guess they they frequently talk about like social acceptability is, you know, you're allowed to punch up, but you're not allowed to punch down to people that are less less or weaker or whatever on social media and stuff like so if you're a minority and you're making fun of 
you know, whatever, let's use politically correct terms, cisgendered white males. You can fucking say whatever you want now on social media about that. But if you're a white cisgendered male and you say something about masculinity or you start making fun of gay people for their clothes or, you know, and it, then all of a sudden you're some kind of racist homophobe that needs deplatformed. Wow. So it's not just that you're like mean. This you're, got deep quick. Right. Like, <laughs> like I was not expecting this. I thought I thought if you made a joke and it wasn't well received or it was in poor taste, I just thought you were mean or rude or, or you know, didn't have social etiquette. I didn't know it immediately made you like a racist or or sexist or fattest or whatever. <laughs> I guess it word. depends on. I guess it would depend on who you're Wait joking about. So there. it depends on if the joke's good. Is that what you mean? Like, no, if it's a good I, joke, it's okay. Well, I, I, I <laughs> mean, if it's I, funny, I do think it's more acceptable if people laugh. Um, but no, I would say, <laughs> I, I would say, like, I just think that if it doesn't go over well in general, like if you know, like I, Burger King just had that joke, the tweet the other day about on Women's Day about women belong in the kitchen or something like that, and. You know, it didn't it didn't go well. It just was probably not the timing whatever. But I didn't think that made him like well, I guess yeah, I guess the outcry was that that was pretty sexist. Yeah. I I just thought That's it made the you like dangers of uh not social acceptability. What's this culture we live? The political correct culture, you know. Is that rebranded to cancel culture? So yes, it's now not... it's more cancel culture. Okay. It's like if you say certain things, people want to take away your voice. So I didn't feel like, in in me questioning, making fun of this dude doing the halftime show, I never questioned that I was like in some way biased against people who are overweight. Though that may be true because that's what society tells us. I mean, there's no like getting around that. That is definitely the message. Like thin is better. Um, not true. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's what we're told. I don't know if it's true or not. It's um, not. So I, I never questioned whether I was really against any. I just thought, oh, maybe I'm a little more rude or, or you know, crass than the next guy because I'm willing to do that. I never thought, oh, I have a bias against larger people or anything. Yeah, I like say I tend to like humor that's off color. That's pushes boundaries maybe that's part of myself like i'm not a person who does that a lot i don't have the confidence to say a lot of shit that crosses my mind and stuff i frequently think very hard before i say what i say because i don't want to offend people and stuff and there's a lack of like freedom in that sometimes you mm. know like i don't feel free to express myself all the time because I'm worried about offending somebody or making somebody upset. And so when I see comedians, you know, go out and do that kind of stuff, I think it's hilarious, you know. The the fact that they would have that kind of confidence to say that kind of shit and then not care at all what consequences might come back at them. Well, now I'm curious. Know. So my question to the person who brought this up to me was, do you make jokes about people? But now I'm curious if they watch stand-up comedy. Like, or what kind you, they watch. I, I mean, I don't think you can watch stand-up comedy without them knocking people. Like, I think that's part of every routine, isn't it? Some, but a lot of them tend to be more self-deprecating. So is it okay if I make fun of myself or things that I've been through, you know? Like, 
I was a victim of sexual abuse. Does that mean I'm okay to talk about sexual abuse or kids being raped or fucking whatever else I want to, you know, does that make it okay for me because it happened to me, but it's not okay for this guy because it didn't happen to him, so I get a pass? Like, that's where shit gets blurry to me. That's why I'm like, fuck it, everything's, you know, it can be funny. And society (laughs) would say that self-deprecating is okay because you're only hurting yourself, and I would argue that that's not true. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that it's not okay, but I'm saying that's no more okay than making fun of others because just because you want to treat yourself like shit doesn't mean that's okay. Like, that's no better than treating somebody else like shit. Well, and some of what I looked into, you know, because, again, I like reading shit about this because I, I always think that I, like, I obviously know what the fuck is right because I figured it out for myself. But then I was like, huh, I wonder what the fucking internet says about what's okay and what's not okay and the general consensus i seem to read from people that think it's not okay to make fun of certain topics was that you don't want to normalize certain things and that making jokes about it making it sort of a laughable thing can normalize some of it so normalize you know making jokes about racism normalizes racism making jokes about rape normalizes rape and I don't know if I agree with that. I'm not saying I think that that's right or not. I'm just saying that was the argument was that by, you know, if you make fun of of fat people and you get into this fat shaming, then you are just normalizing that it's okay to make fun of fat people. And like I say, I don't know that I agree with that, but that was the argument about why you shouldn't do that stuff. The first thing that comes into my head is in agreement with that. And that's with uh, the culture of younger people calling themselves bipolar just because they like have mood swings or whatever, which is not bipolar whatsoever. Um, but that has really skewed the understanding of the real mental health behind it and, and normalized the idea that we can just say, you know, Oh, I'm crazy. Oh, I'm bipolar. And, and it takes away from people who are actually going through that kind of thing. So that, I guess that's kind of an agreement. We've, I think it becomes their excuse to just continue on the same path that they've been the whole right. time, you know? So when's the last time you offended someone? I don't think I stick around long enough to find <laughs> out, to be honest. Most people don't tell me when I offend them. Most of the time I hear about it later. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, like I said, most of the time I, I never find out if I offended somebody or... I, I, I do I I mean did you bring me on here because I say that bad as shit to people <laughs> <laughs> is that what this is down no, like no, no not at all oh okay this all is right, actually yeah. an intervention crispy <laughs> hey, right, you didn't hey. know <laughs> so I don't I mean it's so it's funny you say that because I'm like I don't know that I get too offended by anything anyone says I yeah. I just don't I don't I don't know. I I, hmm. I I don't really get offended too much anymore. When I was younger, of course, you know, like um, I was always being picked on for the being the fat kid and stuff like that, you know. And it wasn't until I don't know I got a little bit older that it never it it doesn't bother me anymore, you know, because I'm comfortable with who I am. I think the offense comes when somebody's not comfortable with who they are not liking where they're at in their life, you know? So, well, and I think that makes it easy to put it on everybody else. And and I'm not saying you're wrong whatsoever, but I think I I agree. I'm very comfortable with myself for the most part. I mean, there's still obviously always work to be done, but that keeps me from being offended because it's like, 
whatever. I know who I am. Like, I right. don't take it personal. I can remember, like you said, in times when I wasn't so okay with me, everything was fucking personal. Yeah. It was all a personal attack. But as a guy who wants to live a spiritual program, I don't think I am comfortable saying, well, that just means everybody else just needs to fucking get comfortable with themselves. I don't get, like, I'm not going to take any responsibility for hurting people's feelings because, you know, it's, that's their fucking problem. They need to be okay. Well, with I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I, no, I didn't. I wasn't saying right, you were. Right, I'm just right. where I'm coming from. Like, I, I guess I wish there was like a nice clear solution and that seems like it could be theoretically like oh yeah well that's you know you just gotta be okay with yourself people that ain't my fault uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. get okay with yourself yeah. i don't know i don't know about that <laughs> but uh yeah so i just i don't know i i think that uh um there's definitely lines that you can cross you know and and who are you when you realize that you've crossed that line you know are you gonna just keep digging in and keep going or are you gonna but does everybody make their own line just wherever they're comfortable with? And that's yes. what you know I would saying? say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but they make their own line in the situations that they're in. You know what I mean? You can't just have one standard line and, and that plays in every situation, uh, hmm. you know, that you might find yourself in. So, okay. and back to just the Ricky Gervais thing I heard the other day. Like, so he said he went on social media and put out a post one time and said, what is it not okay to make fun of? Um, and I think he had made a joke. He said, I can't remember exactly. It was about like a suicide or something. And, and people were offended. And he's like, well, what is it not okay to make jokes about? And he said, and of course, he just got like a laundry list of individual things from each individual person you know and and he said some of them were so randomly weirdly specific that it that's what made the whole thing was funny to him because of how randomly specific certain things were and the one lady you know or, or one comment had something to do with when you lose two kids you know at a young age and it's like oh well it's funny i mean it's it's funny when it's one kid, but when it's two kids, that crosses the line. Like, you know, like everyone draws these weird lines or, you know, cancer. It's not okay to make fun of cancer. It's not okay to make fun of, you know, addiction. It's not okay to make fun of suicide. And it's, you know, oh, okay, but it's not okay to make fun of suicide, but it is okay to make fun of cancer. Are we saying none of these things? And if you can't make fun of anything, then, well, fuck, what is, I mean, now comedy is only... That sounds like, like Laurel and Hardy, world. you know, tripping over a broomstick kind of shit. <laughs> like, do either of that's you, pretty boring to me. I do either of you it. know a joke about cancer? Because I just can't. Like, how the fuck do you make fun of cancer? I'm sure we could Google a couple pretty quick <laughs> and yeah. find there's some cancer jokes. I'm, I'm just like baffled. I'm like, that doesn't seem like there's anything funny about it. Like making fun know. of people who well, have it? listening to comedians. they're so, bald or something? I don't I believe what a lot of stand-up comedy is is like observational humor and what makes it interesting and funny is when people have a sort of an everyday sit thing that you'll come across in your life every day but then a really unique observation about it or a really unique perspective on that thing like to me that's what makes it interesting and then as a comedian obviously their job is to make that kind of funny in a way that that twists things in a in a different perspective so Leave it to you to intellectualize humor. <laughs> I've never thought that deeply about it. I feel so <laughs> outclassed right now to talk about this subject. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, I've never thought that deeply about what oh, makes things fun. Gosh, 
There's a lot of podcasts about humor stuff. I guess as and so not that I am any sort of stand up comedian whatsoever, but I find that whole like there's a process that they go into about writing and creativity and and all that. And so it's not just like I'm just out here to insult people and try to get laughs. Like a lot of people really feel like there's an art to what they're doing as far as when it comes to stand up comedy. No, I don't know. I mean. I guess in some ways everyone likes the attention of making people laugh and being funny and Mm -hmm. and sort of being the people that, you know, people look to for a good time. Like, that's always a positive thing, you know. I watched the new Crudes movie with my kids, the cartoon thing, and and I laughed quite a bit. And I don't (laughs) think they made fun of... I definitely wasn't sitting there thinking, oh, man, it's the interesting storyline that goes along. Like, I was just like, oh, <laughs> right. he slipped a little banana peel. Hey, look, the monkey punched him. It's funny. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe well, my- there's definitely <laughs> that sort of comedy. And that's certainly something. I mean, I can sit around and watch, you know, 10 different comedians. And four of them, I'll think, are just absolutely hilarious. And the other three, I'm like, I don't know how they fucking got a Netflix deal. Like, they suck. And yeah. it's just a matter of taste, you know. it's not They're not wrong or bad or anything. It's just I don't like it. But... <laughs> You know, I who's the the fucking Muppet guy, the the Jeff Dunham. Yes, uh, I. I mean, yeah, I don't find that shit funny at all. My parents love him. My yeah. parents loved him. My son loved him. They th- no, my uh, son loved he. You know, wanted puppets. And that Walter character, that guy's funny, man. The he's old man. got some funny yeah. jokes. I mean, there's some funny ones in there, but as far as sitting down and watching like an hour and a half special that he does, that shit's brutal to me. Yeah. It's just, wow. I can almost the predict the jokes before he's done the sentence, you know? Like, it's very predictable, very sort of slapstick, you know? It's... It's like a lot of sitcoms. Like I watch a lot of sitcoms, and you sort of know where they're going, and it's a dumb joke, and then they throw in the laugh track, and it's like this isn't. He got kind of political on the last special. He yeah. went pretty political. I'm pretty sure he has like a little Donald Trump doll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does, or some some but, resemblance I mean, of that. Right. But just the point, like there's people out there doing all different kinds of shit. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with like Anthony Jeselnik. He had a. Uh, special on Comedy Central for a while, and his shit's very racy and very. That guy has no filter. Oh yeah, he says he has horrible none. things all the time, and I liked it. I thought it was funny, you know. I, and a lot of people did not, you know. Well, and with that's the okay. last they name don't of have I'm pretty sure he <laughs> probably grew up <laughs> fucking needing to defend get, himself with words get pretty made quick. Fun of. Yeah. yeah. Or, I, so on Sirius Radio, uh, they have a few different comedy channels, and you know, I, I'm not. As into comedy as you are, I don't think, Billy. Um, but every once in a while, we're driving with the kids, and I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to listen to some comedy, but like three of the four are pretty crude. <laughs> yeah. But there's one that's like family friendly, and I'm yeah, like, oh, we'll put that on. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I need dark humor or at least some cuss words, but it's not funny at all. I'm like, these are terrible jokes. Do the well, kids yeah, laugh? I- no. No, they're all on their phones. Nobody's listening. I think there's an intellectual side of humor that people don't think about. You know what I mean? That we don't put much credit to. That, oh, comedy is just about making jokes, you know? Well, you know, if you say the same joke ten times on the tenth time, it's not fucking funny anymore. So as a comedian with all the content that's out there now, they have to really be creative and really come up with interesting you know, fun sort of twisted ways to look at things, and and that to me is what makes things funny. the The sort of tongue in cheek, you know, family comedy isn't very appealing to me. So in the Super Bowl guy, I tried to figure out why it was funny, and it, I don't really believe it's because he was 
overweight, I think it's because he was different than everybody else out there. I mean, there was 200 guys that were dressed like The weekend, and he was the only one the camera panned on that looked different than the rest of them. The other 199, I couldn't have picked out of a lineup. Was this <laughs> when they had like the toilet paper wrapped around their face yes. and stuff? and he was just a, a, a heavier guy. He was heavier than everybody else. Everybody else out there was 180 pounds, and he was like 230. And it was like, he stood out, right? And that's what was funny to me, the irony of how much he stood out. And that's what I, I think, at least. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I have a bias against larger people. I have no idea. But I, I think it's because he was different. And I was like, well, if he was out there and everybody else had on, you know, green pants and he had on blue pants, like, that, it would, it's the standout part of it. Maybe he was meeting, like, the diversity quota, you know. He might have been. He, he might have just been sitting at home in quarantine and gotten out of shape for his part i don't know well and now <laughs> that's, now okay. i'm gonna go in a really weird place because you're talking about oh, fucking recovery <laughs> stuff isn't but, weird enough. yeah <laughs> now we're getting weird guys <laughs> How does that, buckle up so i started thinking like oh well you said this thing and even if it was funny but it still hurt this one individual's feelings you know how does like eighth and ninth step stuff come in where it's like in an eighth and ninth step you know, at least my understanding is it's not whether I intended to cause harm or not. It's taking ownership of the fact that I did cause harm. So now I can be sorry for the harm that I caused. So what harm did I cause that I want to own? Was I not allowed to tell the joke or should I have not told the story to the individual about telling the joke? What how was would the you wrong? Have, how would you have known mm -hmm. with the individual, though? You know, had I thought more about it, I might have been able to pick that out. But I, I honestly, like, even knowing that the person kind of has, you know, some, some body sensitivity issues. I didn't envision that that would offend them that I, like it never even occurred to me, honestly, I didn't because I didn't think anything about what I did was offensive. That's the thing. So to me, and this is what I explored when I was talking with them was what's my rules around making jokes about people. And so I realized that I generally, I'll make jokes with people as a bonding thing, right? But I try to do that less now. That's something I did when I was like 24 and worked in construction. And that was the only way I knew how to bond with other people. So now I try to move beyond that and find new ways to bond and, and tell them I love them. Um, and so I'll do that. And I'll make fun of people that I think will never hear about it. And it's not to hide it from them. Like, that's not my goal in general. I'm not like, oh, I don't, I don't want them to ever know I made fun of them. It's, I don't want them to be hurt by it. Like, that's my whole goal is to not hurt people, right? So if I think there's a way I can tell a joke that won't ever hurt them, then I'm okay with that. And this guy being on TV and I'll never fucking meet him and I didn't put it on social media where it might go viral and he'll come across it. Like, that, I felt like I was well within those limits. Like, it was only me and my family. The individual that I talked to his point was, yeah, but you're kind of teaching your kids it's okay to make fun of overweight people. And I hadn't considered that. But as far as my limits, I was fine with that. Like, I'll make fun of somebody I think will never know about it. And again, it's not to hide it. It's because I don't want to hurt anyone. 
sounds like a lot that you would have to process before you tell a joke, which is why. <laughs> which is right. the joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, like, come on, people. Like, three days later, like, I've done math. Yeah, out of right. Wall. Yeah. Like, like guys, guys, the, I had a joke about three days ago. Right. Here and there, yeah. you, know. you guys remember the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, no, no. Not the game. The halftime show. Remember that one to- shot? <laughs> toilet paper heads. The big plump one in the middle. <laughs> All right, never mind. This joke's not going to yeah. work. You let, know? let me show you a video real <laughs> right. quick. Watch this video, and then let me tell you a joke. Right, right. Yeah, that's not how humor was designed, man. I, I kind of agree. But I just, I. so what is the rule? Like, what, where? It, it's almost like either everybody needs their own rule, and that still doesn't solve the problem, because then people are offended when you go past their rule, or there needs to be no jokes or no rules. That's I'm, like your three options. Are we voting right? Uh, that sounded yeah. like two. You said no yeah. jokes, no rules. Those are our three options. No, there's there's no everybody rules at all. Everybody has their own rule. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no jokes. Mm-hmm. Or there's everybody has their own rule, but they're they're going to get offended when you go past their rule. I'm going with no rule. That's my vote. No rule. Yeah. There's Is no there rule. something you won't make fun of? So I thought about this a little bit, right? <laughs> I did think about this, right? And I thought that uh, there's certain situations, right? And I hate to bring Billy into this, oh, right? Oh, boy. It's okay. So, so I don't get offended easily. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so there was a situation that happened at our home group, okay, where um, Billy decided he was going to pull out of a parking spot, and he ran over the front of a Honda Civic <laughs> in his dually, right? And, you know, Billy is blind in the in the one eye you know and on the passenger side and the passenger side is the car that he ran over you know that's where that car was sitting i would never ever in a million years go up to billy and make fun of him for his eyeball condition right i would never do that really no not not just like out of the blue um, right oh, I, oh, oh okay. i would never do that but when he runs over the front of a car he opens up the window <laughs> To get a little bit of backlash. And and Jen, too. Jen was able to get some backlash from that and made fun of a little bit because she was sitting in the passenger seat <laughs> and was co-pilot and watched the whole thing happen. You know, so, like, in that situation, I, you know, like, I feel like we could make fun of it then, right? You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was... It was f- funny, you know, but... So that's interesting, because you're taking what the person said to me, which was, you're making fun of something they did, not yeah. something they are or born with, but then you're also taking it to a place where it's about right. something they have no control over. So it's so that's what I'm saying. So that's just one particular situation, you know? Like, how many more scenarios could we have gone through huh. for... Well, and so for me, here's the, the truth is... Do I like being the butt of someone's jokes? No, that never feels great. Right. But I recognize like that's like I'm willing to take that because it's it's funny. If it's funny, it's funny and even if it's about me, like that's okay too. And like I am a person people will tell you like I joke about myself being blind. I'll cuz I am blind on one side, so I like fucking bump into walls or hit my hand on shit, you know, or it just it's a dumb thing that right, happens. Right, I'm right. like, "Oh, fuck, stupid," you know. And, <laughs> you know, I don't see anything over here, and in the moments I can make jokes about it, like I don't care. That, that's not very kind. Your eyesight's not half bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, I, that took a minute because yeah. I thought that you were going to go through, <laughs> keep going, and Billy and I both sat here like, got it at the same time. Oh, that was the joke. Oh shit. <laughs> so I, I mean, I wouldn't make fun of Billy's eyesight generally, but right. probably only because there's no real good thing to say. Not because I would avoid it. You know what I mean? Like, like when it's almost takes the accident or something to happen in order to make it fun. So it like sounds just, like a filter. It's just, it's just boring. Well, so and the, the funnier. <laughs> yeah. So just to think about that for a minute, the the funnier thing for me is I'm probably I would be more sensitive about someone insulting my driving than I would about someone insulting my vision. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> it would be more of an insult to me as a man to fucking somebody to insult, you know. So I'm driving a big truck that I run shit into all the time. <laughs> you know? like, that's more offensive than just making fun of me and blind in one eye. So you're almost saying the opposite of what this person said to me is that you feel more comfortable getting made of fun of something you have no control right. over than yeah, something exactly. you actively yeah. hope to be better at that's, because you do have that's control. That's true. Like I feel, yeah, so I you, feel more comfortable about things I can't change. Than so this person could be avoiding making fun of things that people can't control thinking that's kinder and they could actually be hurting people's feelings even more. So look, I, I got a big head. You right. you wove a web there. <laughs> yeah. you, he, there was a whole lot of stuff you just said. <laughs> I got in a big one head. little sentence. My kids have big heads um, and foreheads and everything, and so they make fun of each other. My one daughter had some really jacked up teeth when she was younger. We got braces, so she's all good now. Um, but they they do pick apart that kind of stuff, and I've kind of always chimed in a little. Not so much now. It was more earlier on. I don't want to affect their self-esteem. My theory was people are going to make fun of them for it out in the world. I better get them ready. Like I better, yeah. They better have heard some of these so they're not quite so hurt when they hear it out there. <laughs> right, right. I, I don't know, though. I mean. You might have saved them from like the 2048 Super Bowl halftime show right? comment, you know. Right. So I, I'm surprised you say you don't. I get nobody wants to be the butt of a joke, but I feel like there's times when I'm joking with people where it makes me feel closer to them. And so I don't necess- I don't want to be the butt of the joke all the time, but I think I'm, I'm fine with being the butt of the joke when it makes me feel included. Well, that's our whole home group is, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really, yeah. I mean, a lot of those, re- and that sounds kind of silly, but that's a lot of those relationships are based on exactly that. And like you say, the, the anniversaries are like roasts and making fun of each other and, you know, that sort of sarcasm that goes around that's sort of pointing out things that are true but in like a funny way that you couldn't say directly to their face but now you can say it with some sarcasm and laugh about it and that makes it okay you haven't worked a step in seven years you're gonna relapse and die (laughs) yeah Yeah, almost (laughs) maybe written a little better but yeah it would have been a little more thought out for the previous week leading all the way up to the anniversary or something that they said going into it that can now be thrown back in their face so you're saying i got the wrong guys on here to talk about the spirituality of humor (laughs) then that's probably yeah i was under the assumption of we're going to talk about when it's okay to make fun of people not yeah when it's not okay Hmm. because i don't worry about that too much you know is it a distinction I think so. What's the distinction? So when is it okay to make fun of people? Every minute and second <laughs> of every day. Every opportunity ever? Yeah. Like I you guys know my vote. Did like, you ever answer I we we started to get into what you won't make fun of. 
But I, I don't remember what you said or if you got to the complete answer. Um, well, that's why I was trying to bring in that there's, it, it depends on what the situation is, you know? And, and for me to say that there's nothing or there, I would make fun of everything that would, that would, it, it's not, it wouldn't, it depends on what context it's in. You know what I mean? Like if I said that I look, that would make it seem like I'm just looking to make fun of people 24 <laughs> seven, you know, 365 days a year. And like, who has time for that? You know, right. like it's, it's, it's all about the situational, uh, camaraderie between the group and what's going on at that time. And and I would agree with that because as you're saying that I'm thinking there's topics I would never dare joke about on social media. I wouldn't say at a meeting, I wouldn't say in the parking lot outside the meeting, probably wouldn't tell my coworkers, but I don't think there's a joke around that I wouldn't tell my wife. Right? Yeah. I I'd fucking yeah, sure. Anything. Uh, any kind of humor. Uh, very very off color like i wouldn't hesitate because it fucking makes me laugh (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm same way me too me too yeah but so what do you do with that being a spiritual person i mean you tried to take us to the eighth and ninth step that sounds boring but (laughs) 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 well i think what crispy was talking about is important so the audience and the context i think matters you know i don't want to say stuff that i think is going to hurt someone's feelings put someone down make someone feel less than, you know, I, it, that's never the intention. So if I say something to you about someone that isn't going to hear it, is that okay? You know? And I've always thought yes, because that's, that's kind of where I go thought with it. Yes what, what, about the, what about the people who make fun of somebody and then they get made fun of back and then they throw uh, the temper tantrum. Yeah. That's ridiculous. What me. about those people? Can we talk about them for uh, a minute? We can. I mean, I don't know what to say about them. Yeah. Douchebags. They're, yeah. douches. Yeah, assholes. they're assholes. <laughs> How can you they're make easy. jokes and not take jokes? I don't yeah. get that. There are. There is a lot of them out there. Is it really? There is. They yeah. must, they're not in my circle. No. I don't think so either. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't know any either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But any. I don't get on social media and stuff a lot. So I haven't. I don't get on any social media. Maybe Facebook, which is on my laptop, and just to look at marketplace when I might have a small chunk of change. I just <laughs> knew for something. Pornhub was coming out there, not marketplace. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, is he gonna say that? <laughs> no, no. It's so, Xvids. You might be on. <laughs> Hamster. Um, <laughs> you might be onto something with that. So maybe it's not the joke. Maybe it's not it's who never we're willing joke. to make fun of. Maybe it's the motivation behind the joke, right? Because I can see the guy or the girl who can't take a joke back. Their purpose for making the joke was attention or people liking them or because they wanted to feel better about themselves. Deflecting from something that they right. might have messed up on. Whereas if they just like to laugh, they're going to find jokes about themselves funny too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I guess maybe it's just motivation. Like my motivation is generally not to be mean or, or hurt anyone. Like I, I want the opposite, right? I want to not hurt people. That doesn't mean I don't want to be funny and laugh and right. enjoy my life. Right. And so... Maybe that's why I was so taken aback when this person, you know, called me out about the Super Bowl joke because my intention was just 
have a good time, bond with my family. It felt safe. It felt like the person would never be hurt by my statement. I would never make that joke if he was in the room with us. Like, I, I don't know him well enough to, to talk about that kind of stuff. It might be an issue for him. But but yet you brought it up to him later after the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. No, I meant the guy on oh, the, the TV. Oh, the guy on the TV. Yeah, okay. yeah. All I would right, do right, it. Right. Um, I probably would. But I guess, I guess now, knowing how it affected just telling the story to the person I, I guess i wouldn't say it in front of them now i guess i would be a little more cautious about that because I, again you know where their line is yeah because yeah, i don't want to hurt people's feelings that's not my intention my intention is to just have fun it's not at the expense of others it's just have fun i'll joke about me i'll joke about them i'll joke about my kids my wife like i, I don't have any limits so much about who it's like can I do it without hurting people? What I will goal. say, like, just thinking about this a little bit, like, it's not a thing that I ever really thought much about. It's like, I don't know. I find a lot of shit funny. I find shit that's offensive pretty funny. And I never really put a lot of thought into it. I just treated it kind of like flavors of ice cream. Like, I don't know. I just like this fucking flavor. It's, it's good. Hmm. And that's what I enjoy. Having looked into this a little bit, though, I think, hmm, is that like addiction? Like, I fucking love heroin, too, <laughs> but I don't do it because it's not so good for me or the people around me. <laughs> so maybe, you know, looking at comedy in that way is like, just because I like it, hmm. you know, maybe, I'd, maybe it's not okay. Maybe I should look at that. I mean, I don't know that I'm going to. Thanks, Jason, for ruining my humor. I fucking, <laughs> no, until two days ago. <laughs> now I'm not going to look at it. I'm just going to feel guilty all the time. Right. We're going to be those people in the meeting now trying not to offend people. But there's such Thanks, weird Jason. fucking lines that are hard to, to figure out. So, and Jen and I went with some friends down to a comedy thing Friday night. Oh, and I knew we were Did in wear trouble. A mask? Uh, oh, my God. Inside? We're all getting corona. Thanks for uh, the invite. Well, I mean, you had to wear it until you were sitting at your table, and the tables were all spaced way out. Oh, yeah. But well, anyway. Good thing that Corona knows, like, that smoking section back yeah, in the day. They're filtering the air. It's like a plane. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but anyway, the we were the fucking front row, dead center table. I mean, I was from here to Crispy to the microphone stand, which mm. for me is like, oh, my God. I the told worst Jen, spot oh, in fuck a yeah. As soon as we show. walked in there, the I said to Jen, spot. I was like... We are so going to get <laughs> fucked with. And that is like, I am a totally unsocial. Like, I do not want to be the center of attention ever. Like, that's not a ma I turn beat fucking red. I start sweating. <laughs> like, I, I don't like it at all. So as soon as we sit there, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be bad. And they did. And it's women comedians and they come out. And one of the first things, you know, that she starts asking, of course, she points right at us and, you know. You guys, you look like a couple. How long you been married? Some shit like that. Typical, you know, looking for what the fuck with us about. And then starts bringing up sexual stuff, you know, to me. Now, if that was a male comic and that was a woman sitting there, would that be okay? And then what if that's not in I mean, a kind comedy of show? Stuff? Like what? Well, just like, so what kind of sexual stuff do you like, you know? Does she get to stick a finger response? up your butt? And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to make it funny now, but, you know, it was... We are. I yeah. was so embarrassed what, at what the moment. What did you tell her? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he is dodging me, big yeah, time. Nothing overly good. It was, uh, I was too embarrassed to respond well. Uh, of course, after we left, I'm like, oh, I should have said this or, oh, I should have said that. Because I could have set her up to really fuck with me and made it funny. And I wouldn't have cared. Like, uh, that would have been part of the, you know, like, 
Of course, I always think I want to contribute to the show, (laughs) and I'm going to make it better. But (laughs) I'm here, right? I'm here. Yeah, but instead I sat there like embarrassed and beat red and was like, I don't know, (laughs) and acted stupid. But the point is, so like that's okay in that atmosphere in that moment. If those roles were reversed, would that be okay? If that was a male comic talking to a woman comic in this current environment, like is it okay to start talking to or is that some sort of sexual harassment? And then what if that same type of interaction happened like at an office maybe in the break room, but someone not in a creepy weird fucking way, but like as a joke in front of some other coworkers brought that shit up. You can fucking get sued for that shit. Yeah, like well, so the environment really makes a difference yeah. of what you're saying and where you're saying it and what's okay. Woman on man in a comedy show, okay. Man on woman in a comedy show, okay, you're in a fucking comedy show. Like I, I would kind of agree you, with that. You've, yeah, you've, you pay, you've paid your admission. You're going you, there for a you're reason. You're going there for a reason, <laughs> and you just might become the reason, you know? Right. So in the office setting, like, are we talking about just talking about the comedy show, or are we talking about, like, being the comic in the office setting? I mean, I guess just we're going to get that into it. So say there's four or five people sitting in a break room. They're all sitting around fucking having lunch or whatever. And the it's one a Tuesday. Guy, they yeah, got deli sandwiches. Tuesday. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bottles of Avion water. Right. So oh. and there's uh, some people sitting around and the, one of the guys starts saying, yeah, you know, me and my wife like to do this or that. What do you and your wife like to do? Do you know? Do you ever stick a dildo up his ass or, you know, anything like that? Like. All of a sudden, that's way creepy fucking weird. Do people have this conversation? <laughs> like, in break rooms at lunchtime wow. on Tuesday? But that makes my, chairs? I, that's the point I'm trying to make. Is like That's the kind of joke this lady was making with me in this comedy show, and it's completely fine. Like Nobody's offended, and nothing's, it's, it's completely fine, because she's going for a joke. We're in that environment. That's completely mm. okay. But if you start saying that shit in a break room at work, everybody's going to look at you like... You're fucking weird. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So the same exact conversation in a different setting, totally different meaning, totally different fucking atmosphere, totally different vibe. So, so the, the, rules the rules are change. Yeah, no, I think cool. the rules set themselves. Right? It sounded like we already know what the rule is. Well, we I know mean, that, not to that go into makes a break my room. point is like you guys both. When I gave that scenario, were like, "Oh, that's totally fucked up. Like no one would ever do that." But yet that happened at this con- – because that's the kind of joke she was going for. Like, Oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't think – I think it was fucked up in the break room. I think at the comedy show, Jen- Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's it's fucked yeah. up in the break room, but it's not fucked up over here. So what's the rule? Like is that just – is it the subject that makes the difference? Hmm. Because the uh, subject yeah. and the joke is exactly the same. And but So the joke she was going for was – you know, stuff like, does Jen stick a finger up my ass? And, you know, you ever get into does that she? kind of stuff and butt sex stuff? You know, that's where she was right. going with the jokes. Mine doesn't and, enough. But <laughs> are, are, are you talking so, about, is it okay for the comedian, you know? Is that what you're saying? It's okay for the comedian to say it in that setting? I'm not asking if one's okay or if one's not okay. What I'm saying is... Where's the line? Right, or, or how do you know what the rules are? Like we're talking about rules and He's, when it's yeah. okay. He's and so the yeah, point I'm trying to make the is right, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, rule yeah, and I the agree. environment and the audience all change whether something's okay to make fun of or not okay to make fun of. Definitely no dildos in the break room. Like, <laughs> I, th- I don't think we had uh, – I, I just uh, – well, one could get you fired in a lawsuit. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, but that's you know? fucked up. But so that's... now I got to like – I need like a hat that says – 
comedy hour or something on it so whenever i want to tell a joke i can put that hat on and be like oh no this is the comedy fucking funny time (laughs) like that's not fair why should there be a rule that changes in the environment i mean i i get that there is like you're going to tell jokes that you're going to tell jokes on a construction site break room that you're not going to tell at somebody's funeral i hope i hope you have that (laughs) but that ability to differentiate but i I don't like that it's different because now I gotta now I gotta not only know the rules I gotta know the rules and how they adjust to different environments. Well, and these and are the like, kind of things ugh. that I think make shit hard. So let's take you know just to get into fucking racism, which if you said oh you know any white people making fun of black people in a racist way, that's completely terribly wrong, and it should be. But you can have like I don't know. To me, Dave Chappelle does a lot of satirical you know, versions of black people, they're fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, that shit's... And, and black people laugh at it. His Some of his satire and some of his jokes and, you know, Chris Rock had the famous bit about making fun of... And that shit's funny. But if a white person went and said that same stuff, it doesn't become funny anymore. Like, it becomes awkward and sort of mm. a little bit like, ooh, that's fucking probably pushing some buttons that you can't say. I don't know. Ralphie you know? May pushed the buttons a couple times. Yeah. I don't know if you know that big guy, Ralphie I do. May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pushed it. God rest he, in peace. Yeah. He was yeah. in the halftime show. I made fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one in the coffin. Right. The big coffin. <laughs> but that's what I mean. So... You know, who says it and what they joke? say to I who think, I think sort some of people stuff. do say race. I think that there are some white comedians that, that cross the line. The problem, it just doesn't get aired as much, you know. But, I mean, I know I've heard some. I've heard some from Bill Burr, you know, and mm. he's got a black wife, you know. Does that and, give him, like... Do, uh, so, well, that's his claim. Is Right. It, is there things like, about I, life? I get, I get to get do this. Yeah, so I get to pass. If I had cancer, I can make fun of cancer. But if I've never had, what if my dad had cancer? My dad had cancer. Can I make fun of cancer now? Like, what's where's the right? So that's how do you where get shit gets weird. Are you <laughs> making Are you making fun of cancer to your dad? Like a T-shirt no. that has my you, you criteria it. on it. <laughs> like, so we have to get T-shirts with our criteria on it, or what we're allowed to make fun of. So, like, mm. I've been molested. I've been to jail. I did drugs. Uh, <laughs> so I got told. So I can make fun of all those people. <laughs> I got told a racist joke. I don't know, 20 years ago, that I still snicker at when I think about it in my head. I guess it's not okay to tell that joke, though? What is Is it? there an innocent racist joke? I'm well, there was that book. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, See? I remember that... Situational. There was a book, Truly Tasteless Jokes, which was just loaded with fucking racist and all kinds of terrible jokes about all kinds of, you know, shit. Does it perpetuate in my head racism that I think there's humor to the joke? No. What do you think? I guess it depends on the joke. I oh, mean, okay. you've you probably know. heard it. I don't want to Is it, it Yeah, right. Is it I don't know. There are certain stereo like we have stereotypes it, yeah. because stereotypes are somewhat based in in truth, some yeah. truth. I think it gets dangerous when you're a person who's so narrow-minded that you think that everyone fits into that stereotype. You know, obviously there are stereotypes for a reason, but that doesn't mean every person you ever meet or that most of them even fall into the, I think with know. those people though you can tell that it's not they're not really joking they <laughs> right. just they just want to say it and get a right. laugh it's not like a knock knock you know right, like right. <laughs> white guy black guy <laughs> you know it's not like that they're like it's their tone and everything right so 
You can pick them out. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. they're not saying it to be funny. <laughs> right. They're just looking oh, for a pass to say it. Right. They just want to say racist shit. Right. Yeah. So what's the what's the five rules you came up with? Oh, or I you didn't found. Come up with. So yeah. I was again looking online. We'll and, take credit for all that. Yeah. <laughs> we came up with this. Shit. I gotta get. I, I don't think there are any lines. I think you make fun of anything you want. You know, that's that's my. This episode has been brought to you by Voices of Hope, Inc., a nonprofit grassroots recovery community organization located in Maryland. Voices of Hope is made up of people in recovery, family members, and allies. Together, members strive to protect the dignity and respect of those that use drugs and those in recovery by advocating for treatment, support resources, and mentoring. Please visit us at www.voicesofhopececilmd.org and consider donating to our cause. So I did find an article that was from uh, someone who was a brown-skinned person who... Is that the right way to say I see I don't even know color. the political person of color. Yeah. And yeah. I don't mean that to be offensive. I'm just we've changed wording. I don't know if it's okay to say Hispanic. She's Hispanic. That's okay. Latinx. Yeah. Latino. So anyway, and I mean no and again, offense by that. I'm just not sure what language version we're on now for Depends on what describing uh, someone what time zone you're in. Uh anyway. So she <laughs> writes an article she's from Puerto Rico, I don't know Puerto Rico. I almost think I almost think describing that how it's not okay for three minutes is probably more offensive <laughs> than just saying whatever you were going to say. But that's why it's so fucking weird nowadays to try to talk. Like I don't want to be like my intention is totally not to be offensive. I just don't know the correct way oh. to say things that aren't offensive. Like hmm. anyway, yeah. so she wrote an article about how it's never okay to be racist jokes you know that they're never okay uh so one of uh the reasons number one racist jokes remind people of the real life oppression they experience so i guess by bringing up you know someone's shortcomings it's making them the butt of the joke what i would call punching down i think is the way they describe that you're not allowed to punch down you can only punch up well what if it's other people of color making the joke because that just says it reminds people. So, and, and this is where, you know, I mean, there's the old uh, saying that he, laughter is the best medicine. And I mean, I, honestly, as part of therapy, I believe that it's great when we can get to a place when we're able to laugh at some of our misfortunes in life. I think that's a, a healing factor. So it, will it remind people of their oppression? Yeah. But if you can't laugh about part of your life i feel like that's not good either like that's not healthy that's my understanding and i believe so too i mean i think laughing it at situations is a way of getting through it or healing or you know kind of not making it so painful i could kind of see like i'm just trying to picture here like okay i i think it'd be fine for other people in the situation to make fun of it with you I could see, you know, a person of color getting on a job site with a crew of like six white dudes 
and that being kind of fucked up if the white guys were like that does seem a little fucked up right when we talk about situational like that's like uh yeah you're not really experiencing that that's not funny she doesn't get into whether it's okay if it's a person of color or not so i can't answer that part so she's really vague on number one already all right well the whole the whole article doesn't say whether it's okay if people make fun of their own race it just says racist jokes aren't funny and i will say the description she gives of when white people are saying things so i don't know Hmm. so number two racist jokes normalize and destigmatize racism and that's one area that the person brought up to me that i did actually want to examine was like was me in attempting to bond with my kids, was I perpetuating? Like, I had never even considered that, that I was... I assume that everything I've taught them is that people are beautiful no matter what, and, like, we need to love everybody. We all have worth equally. I don't think that one joke or the few times I do that is going to, like, eliminate all the other stuff I've taught them or how I treat people. But... That's fair. I'd never considered that. I'd never thought that maybe I'm normalizing societal views of, you know, beauty standards by saying this. Never even occurred to me. Hmm. Yeah. And that's uh, that's what I thought. Too. That's probably one of the biggest ones that stood out to me. It's like, I don't want to, like, I can laugh at that stuff, but I have a much more life experience version of some of that than, like, maybe my kids do or... So if the halftime show would have been a bunch of circles and sumo wrestlers going on and one of them was a little tiny stick dude, I'd have fucking made fun of him too. It wasn't because this guy's size. That's what I'm trying to, you know what I mean? It was because it stood out as being different. As being different. Can you imagine some little skinny, scrawny sumo wrestler in a field of like 100 larger, normal size sumo wrestlers? Just whooping all of their asses. Well, I, I, <laughs> now that's the wrong joke. That's oppressive. Now you're saying that skinny's better. <laughs> No, I, I just, I would have made fun of him too. That'd be hilarious to me. He would, yeah. he would stand out. So I, would I then be counteracting societal beauty stand? I don't know. I've uh. just been thinking of fat and thin sumo wrestler jokes now. Like, <laughs> like what the fat guys are using the sheets as their diaper and the skinny guys using like a, a, pillow, a pillow sheet, pillowcase. a pillowcase. <laughs> huh. I'll stop. <laughs> Uh, so number three, racist jokes assume that people of color are not in the space. And then it says, let me be blunt. Racist jokes reassert white supremacy. And see, I, I would agree with that. But then I would say if you look at a lot of uh, in my way of looking at it. And again, I still find it funny as shit. But that's a lot of what like Dave Chappelle did on Chappelle show. Like a lot of that was sort of making fun of that white supremacy supremacy version of reality and even now he talks a little more seriously about a lot of that but it's still fucking funny he says some mm. funny shit centered around all of that like let's bring it up let's fucking talk about it let's you know i feel yeah. like she's wording it that like only white people make fun of other races like mm. is why is it perpetuating white supremacy when you have you know like chris rock and dave chappelle they've They've made white people jokes, you know. Oh yeah, and, and black people jokes, and and black people jokes, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, what one joke did she hear that pissed her off to the point that she had to write five <laughs> questions? Well, I think in what it article. comes back to is we each have to 
look at our own morals and values and decide how seriously you know we want to rank or how seriously we want to consider you know how those values play out in our life you know for example if i really you know i'm I'm looking at you be this completely compassionate completely understanding person that like never even remotely comes close to offending anybody then i can't make any jokes ever at anyone's expense like that would just be a wrong person to be if that's my main goal um but it doesn't sound like you would have any friends then who wants to hang out with somebody who like not funny know. and he has friends now what do you think the dalai lama <laughs> makes fun of people yes he does i i why wouldn't he <laughs> you know <laughs> why, why wouldn't he, wouldn't he? <laughs> he's got an animal huh. in his name the pope do you think the pope runs around making derogatory jokes about i mean i'm just saying no that but there i'm are sure people the that don't that you know still have popularity you think they don't make jokes about the people close to them there's no way it's like it's human nature. I, I, I mean, I don't or know. Or about themselves. I personally have never had a conversation with either of them, so I couldn't tell yeah. you what they do. I'm just saying they aren't typically the people that run around and make a note of being the center of attention for being funny. You wouldn't picture them to be people that would be doing that, like making rape jokes or especially <laughs> insulting <not> minorities <laughs> like. so I, I just going back to this thing i'm trying to like really seriously think through this uh i think people of color making jokes about their situation is a good healing factor like it, it's part of their process of dealing with the traumatic experience of being marginalized and, and you know held down oppressed i can see where if white people were making fun of those same racial dynamics without doing anything to try to change them, it does kind of normalize it. I mean, when you when you laugh at the differences, you know, you watch All in the Family and Archie Bunker or something and you laugh at that, you say, oh, it's funny. So it's fine if we just keep acting in these different ways and treating people that way. So I get that. I totally get that one. I think it changes a little when you're actively trying to change the world to be better. I think that's a little different. Like if I'm, if I'm not trying to perpetuate racism, if I'm really trying to change things to make it different, which I don't believe it is right now in the United States, but if I am actively trying to do that and that's the way we're moving, I think it becomes less painful and less negative to make that kind of joke. Right. I would agree with that. And maybe this is an area where, it's almost like honesty. So I don't know if you listened to our episode on honesty, but what we talked about and what I came to understand after talking about honesty was like, I'm not near as fucking honest as I think I am. You know, here in my head, I'm this 100% honest person all the time. And then we talked about things like fucking lying on taxes or Billy wanted to go to the gym. So I got to lie about his age because he's not old enough. And, you know, there are these areas where all of a sudden honesty is like, meh, it's optional in this case. Update, <laughs> you know, Billy lied about his son's age, so take him to the my gym. my son is going to the gym. <laughs> so, I, and I out. justified it by this morning. Jason and I were just talking about this this morning. So I justified it by saying well, I didn't have to actually lie to anyone's face. You could just go online and fill out the f- form for your guest, and I just lied on the computer. So I don't know if that's what? still what? lying. Oh, because he's too young. He's to too it. young. You have to be 14 to go to Planet Fitness, and he's only 12. 
Yeah, like, but but I feel like in life you can break stupid rules. You know, <sighs> that seems like but a stupid then where's one. Where's the line? Well, it, it's not the breaking. I mean, it would be fine if we could just go in there and not say anything to anyone. But at the point where I. Like, where it becomes a lie is that I had to say, oh, no, he's 14. Then it becomes a lie. You know, it's one thing to ignore a rule and do what you want. And then it's another thing to blatantly lie. And I lied. So now I feel like that's the next topic for, you know, when is it okay to get a kid into a gym (laughs) and when is it not? Well, So, so in my case, that's why I lied about it, because I didn't feel like that was a rule that was that important. I felt like some other there. I had some other reasons for doing it that I felt like were more important than the lie. But the point being, I'm not as honest a person as I like to think I am. Yeah, but I I think you did it out of like uh, I don't know. I'm not a parent, you know, so I don't have any kids. But I imagine you did it as a way that you could number one hang out with your son, number two fulfill something that your son wanted to do, you know. And three, break a stupid rule. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm 100% okay with what I did. I don't have oh, any okay. <laughs> qualms about that. Well, then you're still an honest person, yeah. you know? I, but I think... <laughs> you're still honest in my book. I don't know how honesty works. Yeah. But I think this is a case of that. Like, I like to think of myself, oh, I'm this loving, compassionate, caring person. Unless shit's funny, then fuck that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> then I don't have huh. to be so compassionate and caring. You know, I'm not that... It's a reality check of like looking in the mirror of like maybe I'm not the person that I think I am when I'm willing to joke about fucking rape jokes or incest jokes or, you know, belittling other people and laughing at their suffering. Like I find that shit funny and I don't maybe that's just an eye opener. And again, not to put a judgment on myself, but it's just an awakening to like this is who I really am. You know, I live in an idealistic world in my head that tells me what I think I am. But that doesn't always match up with the reality of who I really am. So is is one person's rules for their jokes better than another? Or if we get down to the reality behind it, are we all possibly offending people? Like, I feel like we all make these rules that's like, uh, so that's kind of, I think, where we came to with this, right? That we all kind of have our own system of rules. and And I guess for me, what I learned for sure is, maybe don't judge other people when their rules are more open than mine because I didn't like the feeling of being judged just because my rules were a little different than someone else's. And so maybe I need to be like, if I hear a joke that I'm offended by, maybe I don't need to think badly of that person. I just need to think, Oh, apparently their rules for joke making are a little different than mine. Yeah. And I, I, would I will. I'll be like, Oh, they're, they're say shitty. It's definitely. Okay. <laughs> for people to be offended by jokes. Like, just because, like, if I tell a joke and it hurts someone's feelings, like, I don't need to be mad at them about that. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I mean, my intention wasn't to hurt your feelings, Mm. but you have the right to have your feelings hurt. Like, I I can't tell you that's not okay. Like, it's certainly okay to not like the joke or be offended by it. Well, but I, I guess, can anybody really use their stance to justify that their stance is better? Like, no. okay, my version is I won't make fun of whatever. And then Crispy comes in and makes fun of that. And I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. You can't make fun of stuff like that. And he's like, why? And I say, well, this is like my rules of making fun of people. And he's like, oh, yeah, mine's mine's this other thing. That's a little more than that. I I can't judge him for that. Like my, I guess what I'm saying is no matter what, if people are getting offended or have the possibility to get offended, 
my rule, I can't sit on my high horse and think that my rules are better than somebody else's because I'm still taking, it's kind of like the whole idea of like a lie is a lie. You know, you can say you're more honest because you're not lying on your whatever. You're only lying on your taxes, but either way, you're still a liar or you still lied. Is it, am I making any sense here? Nobody's answering well, I, me. I, yeah, <laughs> just thinking about that. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I think if somebody's offended with what's going on, you know, they have the choice to, like, just walk away and, you know, not be part of that. You know, like, like if they're if they're offended, fine. Be offended and move on to a less offensive crowd for you. Yeah, you or, know? I mean, in this case with that person, like, now you've just learned something about that relationship. Right, like, this is you know a, what that like, crowd this is. this is a sensitive issue for this person Mm. and so i would say i don't believe because they felt that way you need to change something about yourself Mm. maybe it's something you need to look at and and come to that determination on your own but just because they said this offends me doesn't automatically make you wrong yeah yeah that's a that's an area where you know you just go oh that's a you know Yeah, I mean, I don't, again... I don't like pistachio ice cream, but that doesn't mean I should fucking... Everybody who likes pistachio ice cream We're making signs, and we are marching. (laughs) Screw pistachio (laughs) ice cream. Fuck pistachio ice cream. Who the fuck eats that? That's pretty gross. Weird. If you eat pistachio ice cream, I think you're now on my list of (laughs) open reign to make fun of, because there's something wrong with you. Yeah. (laughs) But what about just regular pistachios? I love pistachios. All right. I eat them all the time. I I don't love them, but I don't hate them. See, you don't belong in Billy and I's group. So, do we want to get to the last rule real quick? Is there another one? There's five, so we only did four. And since we said there were five, I think we got to say five. We can't leave a cliffhanger at four. I would have, but go ahead. (laughs) Part two. (laughs) Part two of making fun of people. So, so racist jokes put allies of or people of color in uncomfortable positions of having to call you in or out. So. Wait, and I read that again. Recognize that. So it, it puts you in. If someone says a racist joke, now all of a sudden, if you are a person of color or someone who is against racism, like you're in a weird, uncomfortable position. And I will say, I have been there. It's like when you say the guy that you know is the racist tells you a racist joke, and if you're not a racist, you go, "Oh, that was fucking. That was." Pretty much that guy's a racist. Like, now you're in a weird position of, are you supposed to call that guy out and go, dude, that's fucking terrible and you're a racist? Or you just walk away from that and and let that be in the universe in Mm -hmm. that way. I think from here on out, anyone who listens to this podcast, if something like that happens, we just, you know, you just hit them with like a burner. You know, you just (laughs) just give them a sound effect. (laughs) Right. You know, that way they know, like, you know, that's kind of like your ouch, I guess, or something like that, you know? I needed to walk around with a sound effect. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Just a dead joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that dead joke that sound effect. Float here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Burner. So I agree with leaving. Like, I like to kind of, I think you kind of made that point earlier. If you're not into whatever the environment is, then yeah. don't be there. But that doesn't work in work situations. Like, if you need a job and it's your boss and your coworkers that are making the jokes, that's kind of fucked up. Get and, a new job. Easy to say. It's not. Come uh, on, man. That's tough. Some people can't get a new job. So, uh, hey, listen. I I believe that. I believe that some people have the mindset that they can't get a new job. You know, you can do anything you want in this life, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think in environments where we have to be, I, I would say maybe we do need to filter more or or be more. 
ethical about it. But doesn't that go down like back to like your com like just common understanding that you're not going to have racist jokes or dildo jokes in the break room? Like, well, yeah, but one of the things I've learned about common sense and common understanding <laughs> is it's not that common because <laughs> I thought it was. Don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really think that the guy in the break room joking about dildos or racist stuff is going to be in the company that long? I can tell you, and I can't. Depends on what company. Believe you haven't had this experience, but <laughs> as a white man that runs around Cecil County, people have said some ridiculously unappropriate racist sexist homophobic shit to me yeah <laughs> you know a lot and they always yeah. just assume i'm on board right I'm like, yeah and i'm like wow what burner, do i yeah right, right. <laughs> they need the buzzer and it's like what the fuck about me looks like some racist homophobic bigot like how <laughs> right. oh, fuck you're i need white. to you're white look. Right. you're white that's it you're white society has taught us that the white man but, is and and here's where i i i buy into like uh the concept where we're offended if black people think that we're racist or, or going to treat people shitty just for, by being white, and yet white people already assume <laughs> right. I am that right. way. At least in this environment. So often sure. I've walked into that conversation and people yeah. just throw it out there all on the table and I'm like, holy fuck, you are <laughs> right. ballsy. Like, I, you have no idea how I feel and I definitely don't feel the way you think I do. <laughs> right. But God damn, just the fact that you have the balls to talk about it that openly, like it's all right. Like, I would never think that that was all right. I'm like... I would so, have to know. We'd have to have code words if I was going to be are racist. Are you a person like, right. that's like confrontational or, or that, not confrontational, but do you say anything to people that say that shit to you? Yeah. Are you asking me? Oh, uh, sure. I'll ask Crispy first. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll just be I honest. Don't know how to, I don't. Yeah, I'm I don't not a fighter, and I'm, not, it was, and I'm really, really scared of mentally deranged people, and I don't know what fucking... <laughs> crazy person is going to stick a knife in my neck as soon as I say oh, something. So. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I think that the, the situations like that that have happened with me, it's not like I'm trapped in this like rally meeting of racism where I, you know, if I don't know, I, I don't you see You didn't my, feel that way at the at the clan meeting you were at? It always catches me so <laughs> off well, guard being the fucking grocery they had store in the spaghetti aisle looking at it. spaghetti and the fucking guy, you know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I don't. I guess to answer your previous question is no. Now that I like really think about it, like no, I don't. I don't find myself in like just a, just an onslaught of racial stuff where no? I feel uncomfortable. Oh, no, man. Maybe maybe, mm. maybe you're the guy telling the jokes. <laughs> you work night shift. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, that, there we go. We figured it out. I do work night shift. Yeah. You need to run around with the racist during the daytime. <laughs> Is that when they're out? Is that when they're out? Well, See, at night they're at their clan meeting. Right. So. right. They gotta See? get all their their beauty sleep. If you're offended, get a night shift job. You'll never have to deal with it. <laughs> I say something, but it's not like. I'm not like abrasive about it where it's like going to start a war or an attack against them. I just say the very boring version of the sound effect I wish I had, which is like, I don't think that's funny. Mm. Just, I don't, yeah. Oh, no, that's not me. So, not I, I have a lot of weird social phobia, so that shit makes me so socially uh, fucking. No. See, awkward. I don't have social phobia. It's, yeah, it's like nothing for me to just kind of stare at somebody like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, don't, know. I don't know if I don't have social phobia, but I would say that one's just one that like hits home to me enough that I gotta say something. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to start conflict with the person, but at the same time, I want you to know that I'm not on board. Like a, for, so you don't 
tell me those kind of jokes and theories again. And B, because I want you to know that it's kind of like, and this, somebody might take this as racist, but when I interact in a capacity where I, I feel like I might be the only white person this person has encountered all week. <laughs> no, really. Like I've been in those environments where I'm like, these people don't come in contact with white people unless the white people are gatekeepers, keeping them from getting to some benefits that they need yeah, in access. life. Right. I try to make sure I am minding all my P's and Q's and going above and beyond because I feel like I want to give the opposite representation. Like, look, you've encountered a bunch of shitty white people and I get that. <laughs> right. They're not all like that, and I want to show you that. And so I feel like I need to do the same for this this person who assumed I was racist. Like, hey, we're not all there, right? Like, some of us aren't like that. And I want you to know, because I feel like the more you are aware of people that aren't like you out there, the more you see that there's other ways to be. Like, if that's the only thing you've ever been exposed to, you might think, it's kind of like we think all people drink. We just assume all people drink unless they're alcoholics and quit. Right. And that's just not true, right? But I think if we knew that more people didn't drink regularly just because they don't, it would be easier to choose a non-drinking lifestyle. And I think it's the same. When you're a white guy who's never encountered non-racist white people, you're shocked by it. But if you knew that more people weren't, you might be like, oh, there's there's another way to think about that shit? Who knew? So just a question for both of you. When, when is the last time you've been in one of those situations? That you can remember. I can't think of one specifically. I just know they. Like, are we talking like around. this week? Last uh, week? No, this month? Not. Yeah. This month? This week. Definitely. I work around a lot of you know truck driver, older white, you know people. Even if they're not saying stuff jokingly, sometimes they make these backhanded like. They're not even aware of what they said is even racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Those kind of comments. And the most right. recent one wasn't one said specifically to me as if the person believed I was one of them, I guess. I don't know. But it was that they were comfortable enough to say it knowing I would hear it. They were like talking amongst themselves. But the fact that they were comfortable enough to say it knowing <laughs> I would hear it was like baffling enough to me because I'm like, that is yeah, don't or you? like some a oh. comment someone said to me at work that was, and again this wasn't a joke. We were talking. She she made a comment and said, "Well, I think they need to allow prayer in school." And I said, "Well, what kind of prayer? Just Christian prayer, or like do we have Muslim prayer too, where they have their three times a day that they lay out?" And she goes, "Well, I think those people need to go back to their own country." Mm. <laughs> not even recognize we, we did talk about that on the that ski trip muslim on the drive is you know what i mean like yeah. muslim is a religion it's, it's not a a, and i see <laughs> i see where i see i can see where you're coming from are we supposed to stop school every five minutes so that the different religion can <laughs> have every prayer, different or we religion just, yeah, include just, everywhere and, right? and i agree with that i agree you know and that's a discussion you can have but like say her her version of that like to me, they're like that's a racist comment to say that anyone that's Muslim is not from this country. You know, right. like that's I don't even know if you could call it racist because Muslim isn't a race. It's you know, it's just religion. Is it, it makes this assumption that if you're in this country, you're supposed to be Christian. That's the only religion that's okay. If you're some other religion, then you need to go back to wherever the fuck you're from, and and not even recognizing that that is. So wrong. <laughs> Complete know? opposite of why so we many came levels. here. Yeah. <laughs> came here for religious freedom. Do you think that you can change her mind on that? Uh, I In that case, I pointed it out. I said, 
you realize that Muslim is a religion, and that that, that is it a very from many countries. Well, we have Jewish people here, and you know, different versions of Christianity that pray in different. I mean, there's so many. You know, it was it just seemed like so. But that kind of shit happens all the time to me, where people will make comments like that that they don't even realize what they're saying is. So why does it feel so okay to make fun of people who are racist, <laughs> right? Or, or like right. Uneducated about race issues. Yeah. Why does that feel I mean, so fine? We're making I'm like, fun of clan members. Are we punching up or punching down? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're I making fun of this lady, and I think it's hilarious. From me, so. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> so now I'm punching down because I'm making fun of clan members. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I find it highly entertaining to make fun of this person that doesn't understand that Muslims right. not a country. So again, it's it's <laughs> when we think it's okay, it's completely okay. You know, right. but but still, do you, do you think that did you change her mind? Her mind. You have to think about it. You definitely I, did not change her mind, right? Well, I was just thinking. I don't know if my goal. I mean, I didn't have a goal to change her mind. You planted the seed. I don't feel like that's ever my goal in a conversation is to change someone's mind. Ooh. Like that's like going into conversations thinking the goal is to win, and I try not to do that. So that's a. I look at that as a as a defect of mine. Like I always want to be right. I always think that I'm right. right. You know, I always think that I'm fucking smarter than everybody else. And that is not a way to have good interactions with people. You I know, guess I that asked that. I was just, well. I, I asked it cause it's like, we're talking about when is it okay? When is it not okay? And then if we're saying one thing and somebody believes something else, are we going to be able to, is, is our conversation going to be able to change their mind just through letting them in on how we feel about I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to get there well, I think ideas like it is almost like the planting seeds like we just say things to point out truths hopefully steering people towards truth or education yeah. or information and then they're going to make their own decision no matter what it's right. like going to mm. the drug addict who's living homeless in the street you know shooting drugs every day and saying dude there's another don't way. you see what you're doing here there's another way to do this you know it's the same with her. Like, I, all I can do is sort of say, hey, that's there's a different perspective than the way that you're looking at it. You know, in fact, here's a little bit more information that might help you make a better decision. I don't even doesn't like mean to she's going to change her mind. She could walk away three minutes later and say the same conversation to someone will like, you know, who will agree, who with will her. agree with and her then, and she'll feel strengthened in her belief. Right. So it's not. You know, I don't even want to call it truth. Is, yeah. Just, just a, another way to look right. at it, right? I don't want to talk about any ultimate right. truth or which one's right or any of that. But yeah, just exposure to other information. You know what I mean? Like that's not the only way people think. So then that goes back to our joke telling and when it's okay and when it's not. Well, I yeah, and and so I thought with the joke telling, what I find interesting is. So what we just did is when you have the racist person who says the racist joke to you in a context where they feel is safe and you found it offensive, you will tell them, you said, you will let them know. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say I'm, I don't like that kind and of And so thing. this is what your friend did with you just in a different subject. You know what I mean? That's all they were doing is they said, hey, you said this joke. That's not in my wheelhouse. I don't find that comfortable. Hmm. And so I'm going to let you know. And I guess... My defensiveness came from the fact that I think this person knows me well enough to know that my motivation was not from a negative place, right? Like, I can get that they they didn't like the material, 
And, and I think their point about my kids has some validity for me to explore, right? I'm not denying any of that. But I believe that they, I felt, I guess, attacked when I brought it up and they kind of like rebutted me. And that might be my shit. But I felt a little attacked and I was like, God, I thought you knew I, I'm not a person that wants to hurt anybody. And I feel like if you know that, then maybe there's a softer way to tell me or something. I, I don't know. Whereas I know, I'm pretty sure I know. I don't know anything. But I'm pretty sure I know when that racist individual makes the racist comment. Like, I know what they're about and where they're coming from. And so I don't have any problem shutting that down. Like, But I, I guess your point is kind of valid because even if they are, even if they are racist, even if that's what they've been brought up with, that doesn't necessarily mean they're, God, can I say they're not a bad person? They might be a loving person that just got some really bad information and clung to it, right? Maybe that's all I was in this situation. Maybe I don't need to make fun of people who are overweight, right? Even though I don't think that was the purpose, but maybe I'm just a good guy who clung to some bad information. Well, none of us is all good and all bad. I'm sure if I delved into all my viewpoints on the world, someone would be like, whoa, dude, you're fucked up. You (laughs) offend me weekly. Right. (laughs) Right. And that I would say something that would offend someone, you know, in my viewpoints. You don't offend me, but you say some stuff almost every week, and I'm like, oh, my God, did he just say that? Out loud? Yeah. (laughs) Who recorded this? should Should we open up a survey that people can take this, like, after this airs on whether or not they were offended? Well, I people did. could let me know, and I would take that yeah. into consideration, but it doesn't mean I'm going to change. Just like not. I don't feel like... They would I, just be planning the seed. I don't feel like I'm trying to change anyone else's mind on what they think. I mean, if you're a victim of a rape and you don't feel like rape jokes are ever funny, I get it. That's completely okay. I, I ain't telling you you need to fucking suck it up and like rape jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's... Uh, they don't like these a- rape jokes. We're gonna rape you. <laughs> yeah, I really would like to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. But just the same, like just because you tell me that I said something is offensive, I'll take a look at. Hey, I'll fucking own that. Is it wrong? It's just like with the comedy stuff. Like this, this was an eye opener of like, huh? I need to be considerate of what message I'm sending to my kids or what message am I sending to people around when I make a fat joke or a joke about, you know, some sort of ethnicity or a stereotypical joke. Like, is that is that harmful? Is that perpetuating a fucking, you know, social norm that I don't really agree with? Maybe I don't want to be saying that. Mm-hmm. And it's tough because I like to make jokes and fucking get a laugh. I mean, right. that's fun. We want everybody to laugh with us. Just know your situations. Mm-hmm. You know, what situation are you in? Well, what person do I want to be? And am I, what's coming out of my mouth? Is that in alignment with that person? <laughs> like, and, and I think that's where, at least to wrap this up for me, uh, I think that's where I need to be, right? Do the best I can to stay in tune with the person I am on a regular basis, be in touch with my spirit, and know that I'm going to make mistakes and say things that are off color sometimes and, and do offend people and owning that afterwards. But really, the more I stay in tune with my soul, the more I'm going to know immediately whether something is okay to say, maybe before it comes out of my mouth, maybe after, <laughs> but I'm going to know. Like, it's just, it's going to hit me. It's going to be like, yeah, that, that probably wasn't the thing to do, or that's probably not the thing to say in this situation, like you were saying, Crispy. Um I think that's the goal for us, right? Just be in touch with our own. But I, I think if nothing else, this has made me realize to be less judgmental of others who are 
beyond me, right? Like I have a level of openness about my jokes that is obviously beyond somebody else because that's been pointed out. But I would definitely take my place of joke making as the right place. And then people that are beyond that, I'd be like, oh, them fucking cruddy ass yeah. people. And I don't need to be that way. I can just be like, you know, theirs is a little more open than mine. Well, can I ask one other thing? Oh, oh boy. Can or can't be on the podcast. Doesn't matter. Some more just since we're on this topic. <laughs> um, with the memes and stuff that you never caught any pushback for any of the memes? Oh, my God. Uh, depends. Like, I mean, your wife was highly offended by the one, which was not the one I thought she was offended yeah, by. I, Apparently, I mean, I find them all funny. I don't care, but Can I could I definitely be meme? like, ooh, some of those are offensive. I don't even remember which one it was. I put out two cruddy ones. Uh, uh, cruddy. See, I label myself. I put out two pretty offensive, yeah. sketchy ones in the same week. Well, you showed that, me oh, the in one, the same you? week. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, he's put out more than oh, two. Oh, no, I've put out a shit ton <laughs> yeah. of offensive ones. But I put yeah. out two in the same week, and I thought for sure when he said that Jen was mad about one of them, I knew which one, and I was wrong. And I was like, how are you not offended by that one? She so, wasn't. Was, and it, I the, guess my, was it the one with the, like all of them standing behind? No, no, this was months ago. Oh. No, yeah. So I guess ha- uh, my question was more, how do you make sense of that, or what do you do with that uh, Yeah, you get pushback? Yeah. So and is I, that different than, than in this? Case? I haven't actually gotten anybody that like specifically messaged me and said, you hurt my feelings, right? So I haven't had to deal any personal one-on-one stuff they're fucking offensive there's no doubt about that like that is humor that is meant most of the time to offend somebody kind of <laughs> like I, when i when they're really offensive i'm like oh yeah this one's gonna do well <laughs> i'm gonna save this for a tuesday or a wednesday when <laughs> social media is busy it's gonna succeed um but there's a lot of argues in the comments back and forth like it's like they're like shit starters between Frequently, it's between Suboxin and, and, and non-Suboxin people. Uh, that's I one say, I... Put them in the recovery groups page. <laughs> yeah, well, I do. And, and that's where they, they argue about that. Another one that got argued about recently was, uh, you know, I said that people were dickheads if they thought substance abuse was a choice. And that got a lot of fucking arguing going on. And people disagreed highly with me. But, yeah, I don't get any personal pushback. So I look at the comments, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I want to argue with them, but I just stay the fuck out of it. I let everybody else argue. So how uh, I guess how is that a little different than your friend? Just because it was a personal interaction um, with your friend and those social media ones don't count like that? Well, or? yeah, there was a personal interaction because I thought they should know me well enough to know my mm. intention, I guess. And then it was also the fact that like the meme thing, again, going back to the, the situation, post them on a page that is for that basically and then share them to groups that are specifically for people who enjoy dark humor about recovery like that's the entire like the, i'm assuming going in that that's the audience and that's what it's for and that people won't be offended because every group says if you're going to be offended don't fucking join right. right there's rules to this this is what can is acceptable this is what's not we don't do racism and shit but like we're here to be offensive about recovery oh, yeah. so you're not putting them out in like just regular old recovery no okay no i don't put them anywhere that was my i, I guess what i was thinking like oh you throw them into like regular recovery no 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 it's all like <laughs> Wait you're that guy <laughs> <laughs> throwing social so, media grenades <laughs> right so you do have some rules around that that you try to follow that you want to keep that to a specific audience that you think is not going to be offended or yeah. maybe not offended but maybe that will I think be able to see the humor. Okay. And, that and, makes sense. I well, mean, it, reading some yeah. of these groups, it's like 
some people, again, uh, it's a therapeutic thing to be able to laugh about the awful situations we came from or whatever. And that's what I think these groups are for, places to do that. And that's kind of how they express themselves in their group about or rules or whatever. And so I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm assuming people in there are there to laugh about dark stuff. Gotcha. And it's funny. I think that's what it is for me. Like it's almost trauma releasing to be able to laugh at some past things that have happened to me or make jokes about that stuff. And yeah, it like minimizes some of the hurt or some of the damage from it. So talking about it in a serious context is hard as fuck, you know, like making jokes about it is kind of like, and well, maybe it is normalizing it. I mean, maybe, and I don't know if that's good or bad. Is it normal? To, I mean, is it bad to normalize fucking child molesting? I, I don't know. Makes me feel better about it, you know, that it happened to normalize it rather than feeling like some perpetual victim. I'm almost wondering, God, this is, I'm going to take so much of this out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost wondering that. So I believe that when I was on construction sites and and my only way of interacting with other guys and bonding was cracking jokes on each other, that was fine. But when I kind of learned a little something different for me, at least like through step work and growing, I wanted to connect on a different level and I would never do that if I continued to make jokes all the time with them. And so I actually had to stop cracking jokes with people that I wanted relationships with to step back and have something I call it a little more real, a little more deep, whatever. Maybe it wasn't. Just, maybe it's just a different way, right? I don't want to belittle cracking jokes with people because that's real too. But I wonder if that carries over where when we're making these jokes in other areas, are we avoiding the vulnerability and seriousness of it? Because you just said it's hard to talk about in a serious way. and you, Oh, yeah. You're right. So I'm like, I'm wondering if the joke... Yeah, it does help us deal with it a little bit, but it also keeps us in that safe yeah, it's distance like a coat of from armor, it. You know, like a, right. like a shield. And so I wonder if maybe not joking about some things might be better for us hmm. to get a little closer to it. Well, again, I think the audience matters there. Like if I'm in a therapy session, it's different. Well, and and is that the only way you can talk about it? Because that's what I found. That was the only way I related to guys anymore was that we cracked jokes on each other the whole time. There was no ability to say, dude, look, man, I, I really actually genuinely care about you. And, you know, I love hanging out with you and your kids. We have a good time. You mean a lot to me. Like, I couldn't say that kind of shit. It was only joking. And so then when I realized that, it was when I had to... Well, you can say that as long as you follow it up with no homo. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I was sitting here like, oh, you're doing this on the construction site? Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> I really enjoy hanging out with you and your kids. And, you know, I just want to connect with you on a deeper level. It doesn't go over well in construction sites, you know? I think no homo is a, ra- a terrible joke. It is a terrible <laughs> joke. Because that's saying that there's something wrong with being homosexual. Yes. And I, okay. It was. And I don't think very... it's saying anything wrong with being homosexual. Sure it I think, is. Nah, I think Why do you need to clarify that you're not? It's say that because it's, it's less sensitive. than to be homosexual. That's why I have to clarify that I'm not. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that one. I don't know. I I see how it's offensive. Do you just think they're clarifying so you don't pull your dick out? I mean, is that the only thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think might it's, think it's I about think... to get it all or... <laughs> Maybe the first ten times it was said, but then we normalized it. Well, one of the things I used to say all the time was, that's gay. It was a or retarded. Staple. I still struggle with retarded. 
Yeah, I, I've moved to that's dumb. That's yeah. just my go-to. That's dumb because I I do I don't want to offend people. I think saying that's gay is fucked up because what what's wrong with being gay? Nothing. And right. I've come so around why am I on that. I, I, for, I fought it for a long time. Because I think it means something else when you say it that way. You know, it just happens to be that word. Well, yeah, but it started from that being wrong and bad. But that's that's what it started as. It's not what it morphed into. Well, but there's where, like Billy said, we're normalizing it. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And I don't want to do that. Well, I don't want to normalize that saying there. gay is wrong because that's what we're continuing to perpetuate. For me, yeah. that's just where I'm at. I'm not saying. Again, back to this. I'm not saying you have to change. <laughs> I don't say it. I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't really say it. I say that's fucked up. That's what I say a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, I just call everything dumb. <laughs> Works for me. That's dumb. Gotta get for work today. That's dumb. <laughs> daylight savings time. That's yeah. Dumb. Daylight savings time is fucking dumb. It is. They you, tried to make me stay at work until eight today. I did like, they? <laughs> I said, "Well, you don't let me leave at six in the fall." Right. You know, so. Oh, they want it on both ends. Huh? Oh, yeah. 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 No homo. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Oh, yeah. It's normalized it. in here now. Y'all started. Yeah, I mean, that I don't shit. know. I didn't mean it. I don't know. It's just <laughs> the way it sounds when I'm trying to describe it. Just it just makes it sound that much worse that I have to say something, but. Yeah, I guess you're right. See, I'm man enough to to say I guess it's right, but we have to start with something that's more fresh now because that's already been normalized. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think we just move away from it. You yeah. know, we we move away. Like, I don't, I don't know. A, I've never felt the need to express that I'm not gay when I say things. I don't give a fuck, honestly. Like, do you think I'm gay? Okay. I, I will say, when I first met you, you were rocking a purse. Still have so my purse. I, in my car. I did yeah. question. I'm not gonna lie. I did question. I like my purse. The first two or three times I saw you, then I heard you speak. I'm like, eh, probably not. <laughs> but he likes rocking a purse. Well, I think what helped me way? change was realizing that, like, I grew up in an environment in the 80s and 90s where it wasn't fucking okay to be gay. <laughs> like that was definitely not okay. Right. It wasn't cool amongst True. your friends. It wasn't overly socially acceptable. And that, you know, saying like something was gay was a hangover from that and recognizing like, oh yeah, that's what it is. I mean nothing against derogatory towards gay people, but that was born out of a time yeah. and a way of talking that right. was definitely derogatory towards gay people. So I changed it, you know, and that's what made me change is is recognizing that. So all I got out of this was I need a, a, a buzzer sound for somebody getting a game show question wrong. <laughs> I just need one of them on standby at all times, like yep. on my belt, just... Tap it, and that's it. That's all I got. What about a that was easy button? Could you put that in, like, on the that other side easy. of your belt? Hmm. For what? Or do you got to give it to them to let them judge your joke? So mm. I'm going to tell you a joke. <laughs> let me know if it hits or not. <laughs> oh, need... I know if the joke didn't hit. There's a... I don't need a fucking buzzer. I can look at them. Like, oh. Don't you think that the sound effect might break the ice, though, of that awkwardness of no, when it, it doesn't hit? Yeah, I think know? it's great. I, I do. I I mean, I don't need it for other people. Like I, I, I think I can read the room, but I do think the, the time frame tone deaf people that are telling me <laughs> the stuff that, yeah, I think the buzzer's perfect. I think it hits way better than, than anything else I got. Yeah. We just need to normalize the buzzer. Hmm. What about people who think buzzers are offensive, though? 
I don't know. They're gonna get buzzed. Uh, that would <laughs> we would be normalizing depressing tones, <laughs> and we would be offending the depressed out there. Anything else? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I hope you got something out of this. I don't know what. Uh, Maybe you can let us know where the line is. Yeah. Let us know where your line is, or if you think there is a definite line, as opposed to everybody having their own. And if you think some people are wrong for being over the line, tell us all that stuff, and then go out this week and make fun of everyone you know. All right. See you next week. Share this podcast with people in your life who might enjoy it. Check out recoverysortof.com to find our episodes and link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're always looking for new and interesting ideas for topics, sort of. If you have any ideas for episodes or think you have something to come on and talk about, reach out to us. <laughs>